819 on the crosstalk on WIZM. The White House must urge Congress to fix the broken, abused, misused, and outdated environmental laws. America's energy comeback is on the way, and I'll bet many of you thought it would be thwarted by those people who heard for years and years and decades, maybe, uh, we have to end our reliance on foreign oil. And now we have, and there are people still standing in the way. Well, not our guest, the president of the the, uh, American Energy Alliance. Tom Pyle is our guest, and I appreciate you spending time with us this morning. Are we still coming back, Tom? Oh, you bet. We're roaring. Uh, Thanks in part to... Uh, our energy producers and the technology that they uh, utilized going on 10 years ago now to get that shale gas and that shale oil in those, in those seams, but also because we have a president who understands the importance of affordable and reliable energy and its role in our economic uh, opportunity and prosperity and who has done yeoman's work to strip down federal red tape to allow our producers to do what they do best, and that is deliver that those resources to us for, to heat our homes and, and fill our tanks and, and run our businesses. Sometimes I wonder, maybe you have too, wondered those people who waved the end our reliance on foreign oil flags, who were then finally told we have ended our reliance on foreign oil, and they just switched flags and uh, started waving the end our reliance on a fossil fuels flag. They're always grumpy about something. Yeah, that's right. It never changed. The only thing that changes is the narrative and the justification for their for their for what they really want, which is the, the government to control our energy. The government controls our energy, decides what energy sources we can use, what sources we can't, what kind of cars we can buy. They basically control us. They control the economy as well because... Energy is the the energy and labor are the two big input costs into products and services, uh, and so we'll pay more for everything. They will all they will force us to alter our lifestyles. They, that's the, that's what government does. Uh, they coerce people to change their behavior. That's essentially what taxation is, and all these regulations are. And that's what these groups want is is because they know best. They know what's best for us. We are too deplorable, too stupid to figure it out for ourselves. What bothers me a great deal, Tom, is the fact that uh, some of those that are the loudest uh, in favor of change don't uh, don't recognize. Maybe they know, but don't recognize that the change that they are supporting and promoting isn't ready to replace fossil fuels. I'd be all about a car that doesn't pollute, that runs for hundreds of miles on on a tank of air or whatever it is, electricity, uh, as long as it is as reliable and as affordable as what we currently have. That's just not the case yet, is it? Yeah, I really love the Back to the Future DeLorean myself where I can throw the banana peel in the tank, but that's just not reality right now. Uh, And by the way, I mean, ignoring the tremendous gains that we have made in both the quality of our lives and the improvement in our environment and the improvement in our health, we live longer today. The the challenges of today are what are we going to do with all these extra years that we have in our life, that is a function of economies, economic growth, prosperity, 
all of that is tied to uh, our ability to use energy in an affordable and reliable way, and a cleaner way. Uh, year over year over year, these things we do more with less, and that and that has re- resulted in major gains in our environmental quality as well, which gets completely dismissed by the doomsayers and the you know the organized uh, green lobby. I I hear often oil and natural gas will never be as clean an energy source as wind or solar, and that's why we must change. Are people thinking big picture when they say that? No, they're thinking small. Uh, The the fact of the matter is, is every energy, every source of energy has its ups and its downsides. Uh, Tremendous amounts of land use uh, for windmills, uh, the the oceans. We don't know what, you know, the migratory bird impacts that they're having. Uh, What are we going to do with all of the solar and battery when they're used up? There's toxic soup in those in those solar panels and in those in those Tesla batteries, uh, those things are all environmental trade-offs. The the need to um, drill for cobalt in Africa, where they're exploiting children, uh, you know. So look, I'm not saying oil and gas is perfect either, but what I'm saying is let's talk about this with facts. Let's deal in reality instead of fantasy. Even though coal as an energy source in America doesn't uh, gather a lot of thumbs up, it is still being used uh, widely uh, across the globe, and oil or uh, coal exports are on the rise. Uh, will there still be technology being searched for that can allow oil, natural gas, and coal be an energy producer and cleaner and not as polluting as uh, as as it is now? Sure. I mean, there has been throughout history. I mean, when we were first settling this great country of ours, they were lighting the street lamps with whale oil, whale blubber. Um, keros- uh, gasoline was a byproduct of kerosene uh, until someone figured out how to utilize it to make an engine, uh, an internal combustion engine. And, and wow, what a, what a dramatic shift in, in uh, safety and cost of, of transportation. Uh, and so, yeah, we're constantly evolving. New energy sources are constantly improving. Technology is constantly changing the nature of these products and making them better on all counts, making them more efficient, making them burn cleaner. And, yes, yeah, someday we might not be on any of these energy sources, but right now a whole huge part of this world doesn't even have electricity, uh, can't rely on uh, you know, lighting, you know, lights to do their homework at night or, or, or to refrigerate vaccines, for example. And so, yeah, we got to use coal uh, in those parts of the world. And, but, and America leading the way is one thing, but America only isn't going to solve global issues. When the rest of the world uh, is continuing, uh, China in particular, I guess, continuing to do what they want to do regardless of what the rest of the world says or demands, uh, there isn't going to be a great deal of climate change on this planet. We can't fix, We can't reset the thermostat all by ourselves, can we? No, we can't. We are not responsible for the world's CO concentration of CO2. In fact, over the past decade, 
uh, or so, we have actually reduced our uh, CO2 emissions while other countries' emissions have gone up. The, the people who wag their finger at us from Europe about pulling out of the Paris Agreement, none of those countries are on track to meet their self-afflicted um, targets. Um, at the same time, their electricity costs are skyrocketing. Um, their, their budgets are bloated with all these subsidies for wind and solar, which is having a tremendous impact. You, see, you know, these yellow vest protesters started out uh, because of the, the, the fact that their government wanted to impose an, uh, another massive gas tax on, on them. And so, yeah, I mean, this, the bottom line is, is that the whole world uh, contributes to CO2 emissions um, concentrations. The whole world should play a role. The United States can. We should always do more with less. We should always be more efficient. But we shouldn't punish and cripple our economy uh, in the name of virtue signaling to, to appease the green left. Well, and when Greta Thunberg and others come to this country to try and embarrass us out of using uh, oil and natural gas, does she spend any time in China or Vietnam or India yelling at them, trying to embarrass them? Yeah, I haven't seen I haven't seen her schedule lately, but uh, last time I checked, she, she hadn't, hadn't had that tour on her on her agenda. Um, look, I, you know, Greta, God bless her. I think she's been thrown into this. Um, she probably believes it, um, but I think that points also to the fact that there's so much misinformation out there about these issues, and and it is really more of an organizing tool for a political agenda. Um, in my opinion, that it is a, a legitimate concern about the fate of our, of, our, of our planet. When they start putting together plans that say we want to be off of um, you know, zero-emission energy by 2050, but yet at the same time they're telling us the world will come to an end in 12 years, there's a disconnect there. Yeah, yeah, and that's why lots of people in America just throw their arms up and say, get your facts straight. Tom Pyle, president of the American Energy Alliance, thank you for talking with us this morning. Appreciate that. So-